Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. How are you all? Wow, as we sit here in the great state of Michigan, some folks have lost power as some uh, freezing mess fell and uh, kind of screwed stuff up for, for people. Uh, so some folks lost power, and that is that's debilitating for fuck's sake. Jesus, I uh, I cannot. I'm so so thankful we did not. If you did, all right, you know. Relax. Breaking news. Lots called a snow day. Some of you are like, what is that? You titled this podcast, this live stream, Breaking News, Lots called the snow day. That is the new battle cry to get you into when a uh, young person has the big... uh, News, the breaking news that that school has been called. I mean, I can't. Okay, let's just get after this. That might be one of the uh, single most powerful things to hear when you're a young person. And the uh, potential of there being no school. You think they're going to call it? You think they're going to call it? And then back in the day, we'd have to get up at like four in the morning and listen to WJR or whatever radio station as they read in alphabetical order the schools. Now, where I grew up in Metro Detroit, there's 50 million school districts. Warren Consolidated is what I have to hear. City of Warren. So I get down near the end of the list and I'm like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. And then I, I like would doze off. And then I hear them announcing Brother Rice or, uh, you know, De La Salle. Which means they're back at the top of the fucking alphabet again. I'm like, ah, fuck. Holy crap. Nowadays, you don't have to do that. You know. Send out a push notification. Or in this case, you're hearing it directly from the boss of the school. That would be uh, known, I guess, to students as LUSK. Now, LUSK is Dr. LUSK. Tremendously well-respected individual leading the Hamilton, Michigan School District. As it unfolded the other night, not last night, but the night before, uh, there was a home basketball game. And uh, the, the Hamilton basketball team actually is uh, is formidable. I think they're 16-4 uh, and four after the victory that game against West Catholic. It was like a good game, and then Hamilton pulled away late, and they got the win. Getting getting set for the uh, high school basketball playoffs. The kid, they, they have a student-run broadcast, which I love that. I love that, um, you know, it, and that's not easy to do back in the day because you got to have a, 
uh, a little bit of a setup and you'd have to transmit it onto like actual television or record it and then broadcast it later on public access. But in the age that we live in, you know, holy cow, you can just slap that thing on the uh, MHSAA is all about. And I'm sure the school itself can do things on their own. You, you, you can just stream it. It's fantastic. And it's a perfect uh, educational tool, uh, tool for young people to get uh, experience in that regard. And so uh, there's a young dude, a 10th grader, sophomore. His name is Aiden Lynch. And he's calling the game. And Aiden, I think, realized that at some point that the students were like, uh, uh, I guess, chanting or something like that about snow day, snow day, snow day. And so, you know, the... The game's going on and back and forth. I'm stealing some of the thunder because we're going to hear from him later, but I got to give you the background of this so that we can be set up for this absolute legend to join us on the show at 9 a.m. This instant, I mean, this guy, Aiden Lynch, is has gone around the world three times since this all took place. Trust me on this. So he's watching the game and the students are like, come on, give us an India. And the dude who runs the school, Dr. Lusk is there watching the game. So he's getting it. He's getting an earful from these students like snow day, snow day, call it Lusk, call it Lusk. Aiden, as the game just ends, senses something happening as this Dr. Lusk is walking towards the student section. And so, boy, now he can't hear what Lusk is saying, Dr. Lusk. I don't want to just call the guy Lusk. Even though it seems like everybody else does. Dr. Lusk approaches the student section. And by the reaction of the student section, which is bonkers, Aiden Lynch realizes while he's on the mic finishing up the broadcast that there is no school tomorrow. You're going to love this. I'm just going to tell you that I was, I was laying in bed last night and I saw, what is this viral snow day announcement? And I clicked it and I went, Oh boy, congratulations. Whoever this person is, you are in for some fun. Because this is genuinely one of my favorite things I've seen in a long, long time. Look at me. I'm grinning because it's so just, I don't know, man. (laughs) This kid is just cracking me up. So let's get to it. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't quite as prepared as I wanted to be. Oh, by the way. I, I had forgotten that um, my pal Zach Herrig, who for quite some time was a uh, sports dude on Fox 17, he's been on the show with me here. You will see that uh, Zach is the district communications director for, for the school district. So he's in charge of this sort of thing. And um, his video that he posted is the one that's gone around the world. He, he took the feed and then posted it. And now ESPN barstool 
awful announcing. Not awful. Well, it was awful announcing, but not because it's awful. That's a uh, aggregate sports story website. Um, stand by. Everybody's on it. They're loving it. Bro Bible. This has gone around the world five times, like I said. So I text Zach. I'm laying in bed. It's like 930. I go, yo, man, sorry so late. Is Aiden available to talk? Absolutely. So um, he's going to join us here. And then he's going to join us on the huge show. Uh, I am filling in for Bill. Bill is not there this week. So it's uh, Jeff Risden, myself, and Brett are going to have this kid on. He's super famous now. Just like that. Viral beyond belief. All right. Audio check. Video check. Microphone check. Stage is set for you to be introduced to Aiden Lynch. And Lusk calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lusk just called the snow day right here at the student section. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lost called the snow day at Hamilton. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. And that's the end of the game. Zero's on the clock. 57-45. Lusk takes it home along with the Hawkeyes. So Lusk, this this superintendent, is he Lusk takes it. It's like, yeah. Hamilton wins as Lusk takes it home. And 45, Lusk takes it home along with the Hawkeyes. My name is Aiden Lynch, your sophomore broadcaster. That is the end of the game officially as we look over at the... Okay, let me, let me just back up here. And- From purely a announcer standpoint, I am... Very impressed with what he's doing there because he's excited. He's, he's really losing it and that's awesome, but he's controlled and he's taking his time. He's, (laughs) he's basically just feeding off of what is transpiring in front of him, which is the greatest news in the world snow day. And he just announced it. Now, if you see at the top here, this guy in the green and then everybody wearing white. That's a student section. This is this Dr. Lusk. And he just said, stay home or something like that. And then you're seeing him. And Lusk calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lusk just called the snow day right here at the student section. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lost called the snow day at Hamilton. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. Oh, God. And that's the end of the game. Zero's on the clock. 57-45. Lusk takes it home along with the Hawkeyes. My name is Aiden Lynch, your sophomore broadcaster. himself. That's the end of the game officially as we look over at the... Yeah, um, you know, when I was in high school, I, I, I mean, Jesus, we don't need to look any further than, uh, uh, two 
to Live Crew on 89.1 WPHS, your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. We're back after a long, long departure, three and a half months to be exact. We're going to keep it going with Heavy D and the boys. Okay. But Lynch, man, that is, uh, I love that. That is fantastic. I am, I am a huge fan of Aiden Lynch. And he's going to call in in a bit. At least I got my fingers crossed. I'm telling you, I'm excited about this as much as anything. Anytime there's like a viral story going around and you can kind of swing onto the back end of that and get the story behind it, the background, because um, I'm, I'm curious as to the living in the viral moment as Zach Herring published that. And then all of a sudden it catching fire. Very, very cool. I, I'm just... The whole thing about Lusk calls the snow day. Lusk just called the snow day. And then breaking news. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. <laughs> Holy cow. And Lusk calls the snow day. I love it. I love it. All right. So congrats. Uh, Zach writes in. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. Just so you're aware, Aiden's clip was on Good Morning America this morning, ESPN, Barstool, CBS Sports. (laughs) You see? These are the stories that kind of, I mean, I'm not even being silly here. It's been kind of a crazy, um, especially here in Michigan, past 10 days. With, uh, you know, mass shooting at Michigan State. And so a lot of people are still very frazzled about that. And, you know, lives change dramatically forever. Dramatic event for people all over the place. And then for a period of time, we're laughing it up with this genuine joy. And I'm a very appreciative of that. I love Aiden Lynch. And I'm just kind of impressed because I didn't, I I did not, this would be great for like a college level announcer. You know, you get uh, young people that are just getting their start in the business. And so they're still figuring out their delivery and how they emphasize things. And But all he did was tapped into the energy of the greatest news in the world, Snow Day. And then just, here it comes, world. You get it. Now, and Zach obviously knows the thing about presenting, being that he did this uh, for years in television. In fact, in the exchange, I go, hey, I was hoping to get Aiden on tomorrow. He says, 100%. So that was cool. Um, I wrote, Aiden's actually pretty solid in that moment. He was excited but took his time. Pretty impressive for a sophomore. And I think my favorite part of all of this 
is the fact that this uh, this gentleman, this Dr. Lusk, is referred to as Lusk. Zach says, yeah, it seems like Aiden's about to turn 25, I swear, mature beyond his year, beyond his his uh beyond his years, total professional. Has it all figured out? That stood out to me too. Lusk calls a snow day. Lusk just calls a snow day. When I was growing up, I mean, this isn't like a teacher. I mean, even when I was growing up, if you referred to, if I referred to my dad by his first name, I get the hell smacked out of me. Hey, Rob. Hey, Ruben. Whammo. Let alone a teacher. Like Mr. Davidson. Hey, Davidson. Or a principal. Yo, Callahan. But the superintendent. Hey. Lusk. Lusk just called a snow day. Hey, Lusk. What about a snow day, Lusk? And Lusk calls the snow day. Hey, breaking news. I'm calling you Lusk. Breaking news. Lusk. Woo! No school for me to mow. How sweet is that? Hey, yo, Lusk. Yeah, I think that, um, the educators these days realize that they can't be on like this enormously high pedestal. And I love that, you know? Now, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just, it depends on the superintendent because superintendent of uh, my beloved Jenison School District, I, I'm pretty sure you can walk up to uh, Dr. Graham and yell, hey, Graham! You know, or it, it before him, Superintendent Tenbrink, you wouldn't go, hey, hey, yo, Tenbrink, call it, man. Breaking news. What? Just call the snow day. But Aiden Lynch did. Um. So that is, that is just making my day. I, I'm a big fan. Can't wait to get him on. This is one of those hot viral stories that's going to get there for like 48 hours. Everybody's going to get a piece of Aiden. Now, if here, this is critical here. This is critical. All of a sudden, Aiden Lynch will be a household name around the world. This is uh, boom goes the dynamite, but not because it's it's bad. Boom goes the dynamite was because the guy was so terrible. Breaking news! Aiden is not. He's He's got skills. So it's important that, you know, Aiden's mom and dad keep him grounded. He's going to start to, like, uh, push his weight around if he doesn't if you're not careful you know he's gonna like try to impose his will on people but if you keep him grounded he won't go off the deep end and start calling mom and dad by their first names what just called a snow day 
Uh, Hamilton, I know, is one of these uh, tightly knit communities where all the kids are like farmers strong and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm guessing there's a real hierarchy in the household that uh, will keep the respect in line. But if your mom and dad, brothers, sisters, I don't know how, what a- uh, Aiden's family scenario is like, they're going to have their hands full if Aiden starts believing the headlines. Oh, I've never seen that before. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. Maureen asked a great question. Is Aiden Lynch bumping Kyle from dumpster divers? Yes. Another, another. See, this is what happens when you got the juice. Aiden has the clout now. He's bumped Kyle from dumpster divers. Kyle from dumpster divers will be with us today at 930. But it's not even close. Tyler writes, Mount Rushmore of greatest sports calls. One, do you believe in miracles? Two, the band is on the field. Three, down goes Frazier. Four, Russ just called a snow day. I think we need to reassess that. Breaking news! I'm not convinced that any of those are better than this. In fact, I would say that Aiden Lynch is more excited than Al Michaels. Woo! No school for me tomorrow! I didn't hear Al Michaels say, Woo! USA wins gold! Woo! No school for me tomorrow! Uh Uh-uh. I didn't hear, uh... Howard Cosell say, down goes Frazier. No school tomorrow. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. No, no. I didn't hear, and the band is on the field. No school tomorrow. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. My God. By the way, on the huge show today, you're probably going to hear all these same jokes, except I will have already had them in my head because I said them on this show. Holy cow, Aiden Lynch. Welcome to the big time. I'm going to be asking him if I can go on his show. I would love on the next um basketball game for Hamilton to be the color commentator can someone make that happen maybe perhaps Zach Herrick can make it happen I would love to be in the presence breaking news oh I've never seen that before of the immortal Aiden Lynch NW980 says, please use Lusk just called a snow day during the Grand Rapids gold game tonight. That is happening. Lusk just called a snow day. In fact, I need to get my pal, um, uh, Phil Cronin, who is a game ops director for everything off the court to take these drops and put them in there so that if, you know, whatever, 
We take the lead. Breaking news! You'll hear that. If there's a big three-pointer. Oh my goodness! Hell, if there's a timeout on the floor. What's just called a snow day? Aiden Lynch is going to be everywhere. My God. Um, since I mentioned it, I mean, this, this is what I mean, because here you got Aiden is in 10th grade. Uh, and he, he's good. I love the way he calls. Hello, everyone. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend and they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. They started off good, but then eventually, but the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing- Breaking news! They got shot down and ended up doing poorly. And the, okay, we're gonna continue on now. And the ladies Cardinals will play- What's just called the snow day? Before the Ball State baseball team- What? <laughs> kicks off its conference season this week this weekend the cards will battle in in-state rival indiana tomorrow oh my goodness meeting between the two he's uh, he's he keeps going uh, uh, uh. when he gets frustrated he makes these 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 uh, noises it's just stupid beating both he's <laughs> <laughs> frustrated and lets out an audible sigh Breaking news! Okay, now he's completely screwed up and the, the, the clips are just playing and you hear him shuffling papers. I had forgotten how ridiculous this was. All I had remembered was that he says, boom goes the dynamite. Hoosiers are on the four on. <laughs> you Hoosiers are on the four on. On the year and they have won six of its last seven games tomorrow. Woo! No school for me tomorrow! Which, switching to Ball State men's tennis, it seems last week player on, it seems every week they have a oh. player. <laughs> Matt Lawrence is the latest Cardinals tennis player to win the award. Lamar won all this, all this. Yeah, this, he, okay. You see, before I continue, um, Aiden already has chops sure he's, he needs some fine tuning but who cares if you have that much acumen in 10th grade you're going to do well in this field you know when you when you first step on the gas if you already uh have a have a great handle you know, What's just called a snow day on the presentation you're only going to get better. Boom goes the dynamite. Even if he did this for 25 years, it's going to be terrible at the end of those 25 years. There's no hope. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. Jeez. Singles and doubles matches last week. Oh, my gosh. 
So far, the Cardinals have had a player on, how a bad this was. on the weekly awards. Seven out of the nine, uh, seven out of the nine weeks, the Cards will play at Boise State Invite this weekend. The Cards will play at Boise State Invite. Now, someone on the teleprompter should have actually wrote the word invitational. The Indiana Pacers are looking for a measure of revenge tonight against the New Jersey Nets and to strengthen their playoff hopes. The Nets won the last Sunday's matchup 94 to 85, which left the Pacers one game behind the Chicago in the seventh series. He's adding words. Spot. Let's check out. And Lost calls the snow day. Stephen Jackson's David. Oh. This idiot. He can't keep up. He's Reggie so... Miller's looking good. <laughs> he shoots a three. And it's good. No school for me to mow. Oh, no. Later, oh. he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom, goes the dynamite. Later, he gets it, passes it to the man, and boom, goes the dynamite. Ah. <sighs> Going back to that is just is special. Tyler writes, did someone assess him for a stroke when this happened? Oh, my goodness. You got to call Dr. Lusk for that guy. It would have been less painful if someone approached and said, look, just take off the microphone and go home. I'll buy you a six-pack of beer. But you can never come into the, uh, you cannot enter the broadcast program. You you can't. Wow. Well. So congrats to everybody at the school district for this feel-good, awesome story. I'll bring Aiden in in 25 minutes. Unless if, you know, he has to make a decision because he's on... Well, he's already been on some really, really big uh, uh, media outlets. So I, I would just, I, you know, this is incredible. I love this. All right. So anyway, here we are. Welcome to the show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. As always, you can reach out to me on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Lost just called a snow day! Can't get enough of it. I just can't. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, if you're enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I must send you on your way, unfortunately. Uh, The show happens uninterrupted on Twitch. So to avoid this from happening, I'm asking you to download the Twitch app. Search Twitch in the app store, download it, and then search for my uh, channel, which is all one word, Eric Zane Live. And there I am. Uh, It's uh, very manageable. You can dim the screen while you're driving to work and play it through the uh, Bluetooth on your uh, on your uh, system there in your car and uh, basically replace the radio show that you're listening to, which, you know, honestly, you can listen to that anytime because they always uh, make their radio shows available on podcast these days. And so whatever, but uh, mine goes continuously. There are, there are, I mean, I, I, yes, I do have advertisements, but I'm doing it live on this show. And you never know. Sometimes when I do those, they turn out to be the most funny portions of the show. It's ridiculous. I'm bragging, by the way. Very proud of me. Um, So do that. As always, you can, when the show is done, I make the audio podcast available. Wherever you download shows. All of them. iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to the audio podcast. And enjoy. And whatever you do, do not skip uh, forward on the ads. You never know when you're going to get a great deal. Honestly, as much as I love the audience uh, enjoying the show, um, it's a symbiotic relationship. If I don't have audience, I don't get sponsors. If I don't have sponsors, I have to get a full-time gig. And cannot support my family. So listen to the ads. And of course, also, if you really want, if you're a super fan and you want extra content, quickest way to help the show is to sign up for listener-supported ad-free Patreon. All of this that we're doing right now has nothing to do with Patreon. Because it's free. Patreon has no ads and it's supported entirely by your dollars and cents. NW980 says, if you don't have sponsors, Lusk does not call the snow day. Lusk just called the snow day. So please consider signing up on Patreon. You're like, man, I want to throw some money at Eric Zane. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But you get something in return. You get uh, 11 bonus shows a week, most weeks. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. So do that. Thank you so much. But uh, for you folks watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm now going to send you on your way. Have a great day, folks. For the rest of us, just know that uh, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and DV. Thank you. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube, sponsorless. But thank you. Subscribe to all those. You really help me out, too. All right. 
you know, I'm already falling behind massively, and I don't want to be uh, running that late because if I here, I'm running to the potential issue of with 40 minutes already into the hour that if I don't start hammering out some sponsors, I'm going to get carried away with Aiden. And then, holy cow, after I do Kyle, after I talk to Kyle, suddenly I'm sitting on uh, 15 minutes of show remaining with no sponsors to be talked about. So I got to spread this stuff out. Ugh. Welcome in the open and live stream of the show brought to you by Irvine's 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. E-R-V-I-N-E-S, E-R-Vines.com. Online. Trusted place to get your vehicles repaired. All makes and models, hybrid, electric. The only thing they won't touch is a Volkswagen. I don't know why that is. I should ask that question. But anyway, they've been uh, repairing vehicles for quite some time. Locally owned, family owned, lady owned, veteran owned. What? Yeah, that's all true. Uh, Jamie and Eric are the husband-wife team. Jamie, of course, is the real power. Uh, Jamie, veteran. Eric, a veteran too, I believe. I hope I'm getting that right. And then it's a family affair because the multi-talented Megan... Uh, show mom Megan, she is part of that operation too. So that's just awesome. Congrats to them on their success, recent expansion, hiring more people, servicing more customers. 616 532 6600, a trusted place to get your vehicle repaired. The Kent County Health Department helps me move the meter on the show. Uh, talking about um, one of the things you can take advantage of. Uh, take advantage of if you are in need and that isn't everybody obviously but you may know someone there are things in place to help folks who are struggling uh stay fed i mean for a lot of us we take for granted that we can feed our families but that is a very real thing hunger is a very very real thing um each and everywhere each, uh, for each, for a lot of people in and around the area. That's what I'm trying to say, Jesus. Um, so if you reach out to the Kent County Health Department, they can help you get in touch uh, with all of the things necessary to be involved with the WIC program, which helps keep food on the table. More information at accesskent.com slash health. My friends at the Kent County Health Department, you can call 616-632-7200. Thank you. Uh, while I'm at it, hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I raised the price. I finally raised the price. I said, you know what? I'm going to bump it up to 20 bucks. A cool 20. Okay? Hire me for any type of roast, words of encouragement, uh, you name it, birthday wishes, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. In fact, if you hire me on Cameo through the Cameo app or online at your desktop, laptop, whatever, cameo.com slash Eric Zane, I will do your Cameo while I'm on the air here. One take Eric. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Think of me if someone's celebrating a birthday. Um, in fact, even if it's like little kids, 
I can tailor it to a young person. I'm not going to swear like a sailor unless you tell me to. Basically, you're the program director for the Cameo. You're telling me what to do. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, BlueFrostIT.com. Their number is 616-285-50. Working hard for your medium or small business with all of your tech uh, needs. They can help you. 616-285-50. And for now, this is it. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage 231-332-6505. Get a mortgage uh, from Mario, whether it's a refi, your first mortgage, 10th mortgage, 30-year fixed, 15-year fixed, whatever. He can help you with all things mortgage-related. Get pre-approved before you start shopping. It's kind of a wacky time for mortgages, but the rates are going down. 231-332-6505 for five-star gold star service, NMLS number 3035. They got you covered anywhere in the U.S. except for, <coughs> excuse me, Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, South Carolina. All right, let's talk Trump. Trump is seizing the day. One of his uh, early efforts here in stumping for votes is to show up where something bad has happened and make it clear that he has the backs of the people. Now, what you got here is there was that big train derailment in, uh, I think it's East, I think you say Palestine, but it might be Palestine. Who cares? We're all going to forget about this place in about a week anyway, in Ohio. And the train derailed and all this crazy shit flew out of the train and the car is ruptured and it blew up and it was burning and hazardous chemicals. Um, you know, go into the air and all the shit goes into the soil and everything is just a catastrophe. So, you know, um, Aaron Brockovich shows up and says, Oh my God, these assholes, they destroyed the land. I I mean, you know, I mean, this, it happens all the time. Anytime there's any type of, uh, uh, environmental disaster, uh, Aaron Brockovich puts on a shirt that shows off her big boobs. And makes her hair look like 1983 and comes strutting in wearing too tight a pants and uh, tells everybody, ah, oh, this is terrible. Oh my God, you got, we have your back. And then please give us money. That's, that's just how this works. Now, no one really cares about the people. And then there was a video of uh, the governor of Ohio and, um, Every, you know, him and all of his uh, governmental bigwigs are holding glasses of water. And they're going, see, the water is fine. And they all chug it. Now, I mean, come on here. We all know that that was bottled water off camera. All right. And uh, hold on a second. I got I to gotta do some fixing here while I talk to you. Brandis writes, I care. This is horrible. Brandon, you got to understand, it's a comedy show. Just go with the bit. I'm not going to sit here and get agitated about it. I'm doing a comedy show. Just calm down. I know you're a tree hugger. I am too. But this is a show. 
So no one wants to talk about, you know, fixing the environment. I mean, who cares, right? Anyway, getting back to it. See, it's all, yeah, that's one of the problems with the Eric Zinchel podcast. You do your thing and then occasionally, and she's fine, but there have been others who have been like, oh no, this is, this is about something that's important to me. So I'm offended now. Well, hell, you weren't offended the other 99% of the time that I make fun of everything. So shut up. You damn hypocrite. All right. So no one really cares about these people. And that's good because they're from Ohio. No one, no one cares about anyone from Ohio except for Ohio scum. So these dirt people who are used to living like scum in the first place are all pissed off because, you know, there's pollutants and every, all this shit's going on. But, you know, uh, and then the governor, he, he gets a bunch of uh, purified water poured into glasses. And then for a photo op, they go, look, it's fine. They drink the water and they go, see, it's good. It's no problem. And the people who live there are all super dumb. They, uh, but they, they still believe that their, their health is being affected. All right. Um, and it is, but they'll eventually forget that the train derailment happened in the first place because they have a short term, they have bad brains to begin with. So it's all going to just filter away and we're going to forget about this in about a week. Nothing is going to change. Uh, they're probably just going to dump some dirt on the train cars and build a subdivision on top of it. That's what I predict is going to happen. Now, this is where the brilliance comes in. Okay. Uh, this is the, this is a swing state, the great state of Ohio in the election. It's very important for Trump to win this state. And let's be honest here. Trump's star has fallen. A lot of Republicans they're thinking about somebody else now. Trump is kind of in the rearview mirror until this happened. He goes ahead and he has a uh, he has pallets of water called Trump water get delivered to Ohio, and then he struts in and says, "Hey, everybody, guess what? I'm here to save the day with Trump water." It's brilliant. I love this. I've got some clips that we need to break down. Trump is saving Ohio. Well, that's what he thinks. And that's what the residents think. Again, stupid dirt people. So it's going to be a landslide victory in the state of Ohio. So... My point is, if there's any of these states where something terrible happens, Trump's going to show up, like in this case, Trump water, okay? But, you know, if there's floods in another state, he's going to show up and say, uh, I got some Trump life vests for you. If there's an earthquake and everybody's displaced, hey, I got some Trump tents. And everybody's going to eat it up. All the stupid people will. He will win the election with this approach. Audio check, video check, microphone check. We are back to the glory that is Trump 
uh, press conferences. By the way, this was only covered on, um, I forget those networks that cover this shit, but Fox News didn't even cover it. Uh, Own, One Nation, I don't know what they're called. Uh, Not even watch them. But anyway, Fox didn't even cover it. Listen to this. All right, come on, go. Incredible people that uh, help. Uh, I'm really failing here. I apologize for this. Especially thank some of the incredible people that uh, helped us because we're bringing thousands of bottle of water, Trump water, actually. We're bringing thousands of bottle of water, Trump water, actually. We're bringing thousands of bottle of water, Trump water, actually. Okay, so he's got his Trump water. Most of it. Uh, some of it, we had to go to a much lesser quality water. So he, he only had like a couple of blister packs full of Trump water. So he had to go and get a few pallets of Aquafina. And now he's saying that those are less quality, uh, uh, poorer quality waters. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think more than anybody else, but we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles. Uh, this guy here with a handlebar mustache. I mean, we have all the requisite facial hair. Uh, this fat ass, this dude, this dude, this dude, this dude. These are all MAGA scum. Especially thank some of the... So he makes it very clear. Also, uh, you got to tap in to what drives Ohio dirt people. And that is Ohio State football. So he hearkens back to the pandemic and takes credit for getting the Big Ten to play football during the pandemic. And and maybe that's true. Maybe he did do that. But what does a champion do like Trump is about to do? I'm bringing you Trump water. I'm saving your life with Trump water and some lesser quality water. And by the way, don't forget, I saved Big Ten football during the pandemic. Earlier, or at least a week earlier, but uh, they decided to do it this way, and I guess it came from the top. And so we have to understand that. You know, it reminds me a little bit, I don't know if you remember, when Ohio State wasn't going to be playing football for another season. They were going to sit back and uh, watch with the China virus or COVID, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's COVID. You called it China virus, but whatever. And uh, I called the head of the Big Ten, Big Ten football. I said, you got to get this football open. You got to get this football. You got to get this football open. Uh, I called the head of the Big Ten, Big Ten football. I said, you got to get this football open. And they were great. They responded and Ohio State played that season. Nobody remembers that, I think. Right. Does anybody know? You got at least one. At least one. You could be close. Breaking news. Would be close, probably. Probably. Got that open very early. And uh, you had a great season of football, to put it mildly. So that was a very great honor. The Big Ten. And that led to the NFL and it led to most of the rest of football in the country. But you led it through Ohio State and Big Ten. What? And we got that done. I, I did that very personally. I called the commissioner and. He did a good job. Okay, so basically, he's just uh, calling, bringing Trump water, showing up, bringing Trump water, taking saving their lives, and then taking credit for uh, uh, getting uh, the football open with a tremendous call. Uh, we don't have a ton of time for the president because uh, 
My favorite broadcaster, Aiden Lynch, is going to be calling me in a second. Uh, but uh, let's probably check in, see what's going on here. It's Trump. Morning. This is President Donald Trump. Who do I owe the pleasure? Mr. President, it's uh, Eric Zane. How are you? Big Fraud Zane. It's been so long since you've called. How have you been? Never better, sir. Never better. I. Uh, it, it's been a great, great uh, day. I, I, I have. I have a new favorite sports broadcaster, in Aiden Lynch. Um. And I have then, no idea. I have no idea who this Aiden Lynch yeah. is. Never heard of him. Well, yeah, you'll uh, you'll probably hear over time. I don't want to. I don't want to bog you down because I know you're busy. Yes, I, in fact, I am still just eating breakfast. I've got my egg McMuffin right in front of me. Okay, now that's that's great. I'm glad you do. And uh, but you and you need your energy. I mean, you just saved the people of East Palestine, Ohio, with Trump water. Oh, it's tremendous what I was able to do in East Palestine. Now, you know, when I first heard about all this, I was so confused. You know, Palestine, not big into helping Palestinians, but but apparently this is this is in America, Ohio even. Yes, yes. I, I didn't even think about that, that you, you know, um, but, but a completely different place. In the U.S., we have our own Palestine. That's right, and they need so much water, Eric. I, I brought... Pallets and pallets, Big Fraud. You you know all about giving people food. I brought these wonderful pallets of water to these people. This is the purest water known to man. This is Trump water, not just any water. Now, we weren't able to get all the Trump water, of course, so we had to go to Walmart and get great value water. Not so great the quality of that, but uh, we were able to bring so much water to the East Palestinians of Ohio. Okay. Now that is, that is impressive, I guess. You know, I mean, it seems like some have argued though, that, um, um, the deregulating of the train industry was what actually caused that train to derail. And I don't know if I believe that, but, uh, the usual people on the left are really indicting you, Mr. President for causing this. Well, of course, you know, of course they are. They're always doing that. The thing is, the thing is, big broad, I opened up these wonderful regulations so that these train oh, hey, Mr. Really President, I gotta, I gotta interrupt you. I, I hate to do this, but Aiden Lynch is calling. I'm gonna call you back. Oh, that's just fantastic. I guess I mean, Eric Zane Show podcast. Who's this? This is Aiden Lynch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How Lust- are you? Oh, Aiden, it is so fantastic to hear your voice. Uh, I was just talking to the former President Trump, and I had to hang up on him because you are calling. <laughs> that's 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 um. That's something I never thought I'd hear my entire life. Uh, Aiden, I am. Uh, okay. Now, I, I spent considerable time today uh, filling everybody in on all of the background and getting them up to speed on what a story. It's just one of these stories that is now going around the world two or three times. Um, can you spell out, kind of like describe this timeline of being in a viral moment from your perspective, please? Yeah, so it, it all started when um, after I made that call, I uh, I went out to McDonald's with a couple of my friends, and we just were, like, having a great night. We had just won. We just got a snow day, 
And I had gotten a text from Zach Herrig that said, hey, Fox 17 and Wood TV 8 wants to do an interview with you and they want to use your clip. I'm like, oh, dude, this is awesome. Like the local news stations want to talk to me like I'm famous now, you know. And so then the next morning I wake up to a ton of missed calls saying that the radio stations want to talk to me. I'm like, hey, I'm even more famous. So I did my interviews and all that. And I took a nap on my snow day and I wake up and ESPN had posted it. Barstool had posted it. Overtime had posted it. It was just going everywhere. And I was honestly just in shock, but yet at the same time, so humbled that, um, that the small town of Hamilton can be put on the maps and it hasn't, it hasn't ended yet because no. this morning I just woke up and I got a message from good morning and good morning America. Like it's just insane. <laughs> yeah, man, this is, this is a good one. This is one that uh, people really like. Um, it's, it's uh, I think it's just because you throwing, using your play by play skills to announce a snow day is, is just epic. And, and I like that you took your time. I mean, you were excited um, but at the same time you were able to, sometimes young people, when they freak out on play by play, you can't even understand them, you know, but yeah. you, you, you had, you got it, man. You've already got the chops. <laughs> I know I, I'm calling ESPN up right now. I'm going to go over there, but in all seriousness, it was such a cool moment for Dr. Lusk to go over to that student section and call it. Cause he already knew he was going to call it. So they call it with the kids. And then I got to call it live on stream. So kids that are at home that are younger, that are watching it, get a little freak out. And it's just such a cool moment. And I really enjoyed being able to call it. And I kind of was like, okay, I've got to get back into the game. I've got to focus on, Hey, we just won. I've got to finish this stream off. And I'm going to go home and stay up all yeah. night. Oh, absolutely. You, you, you just nailed it. And, um, and uh, and you know, I mean, like I said, you're 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 in tenth grade, so to <clears throat> excuse me, have the uh, uh, instinct to to do all that. I mean, it's pretty great. How long have you been uh, doing this this sort of thing with the uh, basketball calls? This is my first year ever. Really? Uh, what yeah. uh, what what made you want to get into this? So at the beginning of the season, um, I took a class that is offered by our school for an art credit that's called covering Hawkeye sports. So it's a class that covers all sports in Hamilton. They post, um, they post graphics and all that. And I went up to my teacher, Mark Banky, and I said, Hey, Mr. Banky, you know, this would be so funny if I did broadcasting for us. And there was like a joke initially. And everyone was like, yeah, you should do it. You should do it. And so I set everything up and I went and I did it. And um, at first I kind of was a little uncomfortable and then I got into it and I got into it and I got such positive feedback, not only from our community, but different schools who had played us and they watched the film on the live broadcast their families did. It was just such a cool experience to be able to give back to the community in that way and also to get that feedback from different uh, schools. Um, sometimes, I don't know if you're familiar with a viral video, the boom goes, the dynamite guy. Are you familiar with that one? I am. Okay. Know. Well, that's, that's the opposite of this where everybody just ripped that kid a new one. 
Um, I know. And this, <laughs> I mean, this is the because you're really good at this. So I, I, I want to give you a lot of credit. And um, yeah, maybe this is something down the road you can get into. You know, and and by all means, uh, uh, the the key is you know the the talent that you have, and then you know just being you and making those friends and networking with people. It'll come. So that's that's really really great. I'm 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 happy for you. You know. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, I already. Um kind of got a network of it before this all went viral. I mean, I went out to Michigan sports radio with Michigan game night with Mr. Uh, Nate Dreyer. And um, I just thought this is so cool. I'm on yeah. Michigan game night. I'm on the radio, like I'm famous. And now I'm here and I'm just so humbled that I get to be a part of this experience and to be able to put Hamilton on the maps and to be able yeah. to just be a part of all this. This is just so cool for me. And I think I couldn't do it without Mr. Herrig, Mr. Banky, and even Dr. Lusk for doing that in the student section. It's just such a cool experience for all of Hamilton. Now, the basketball team is very good. If I understand, they're like 16-4 and four after that win? Correct. Yep, and we are tied for first in conference, and we play tomorrow the our uh, rival who we're tied with, and whoever wins that game wins the conference. Who is that? Uh, that would be Coopersville. And is it at Coopersville or at your place? At Coopersville. Okay. So uh, two very good teams, and they're going head-to-head. There's only a handful of games left in the regular season, right? Yeah. No. Yep. That is 100% true. And Tuesday was our last home game of the season. Okay. Of the regular season. We host districts this year. But that, I mean, to finish off the season for my broadcasting like that is just (laughs) a way to go out. So you won't be doing any other games? Um, it's up in the air if I do districts right now because the MHSA doesn't allow for video broadcasting. Right. Since they get all the the money for districts. Sure. So there's a possibility that I could do audio. I'm still trying to see if that's okay. it. Yeah. It well, there's do. you know plenty of school down the road, so that's that's awesome. Um, can you describe to me? Uh, what it's been like with the uh, student population. Well, you, I, I guess you haven't been back to school since this all happened because you've had two snow days now, right? Yeah, that's correct. But I still have gotten a lot of messages. Um, I really do think that it's positively impacting all of them. They're all just putting it on their stories. Like, um, we're on ESPN. No way our tiny little town of Hamiltucky yeah. is on ESPN. Um, they're going, they're, they're going nuts. They're, um, one, I know one of my friends, Brady Tebow put on there, Hey, look, ma, I made it. And it's just, it's just so cool for the students that were a part of that to see themselves on TV, to see themselves freaking out after our superintendent called a snow day. And they're just all texting me like, there's no way this is happening right now. Like what is happening? And the student population is just loving it. I know the teachers are loving it. Teachers have been emailing me. They're like, hey, remember me? I was your oh. uh, English teacher. Remember me someday? It's just, That's great. It's just so funny. Now, one of the things that I, I picked up on was uh, referring to Dr. Lusk by Lusk. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I was such in the moment that I didn't properly address him. However, I think he is such a good, like, he makes such good interactions with the public and the student body 
that everyone just refers to him as Lust. Lust now. I love it. Of a relationship we have. I love it. That sounds like a Hamilton thing to me. Because you, like you said, this is is a tightly knit, smaller community. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah, that's just the relationship we have with our student superintendent. Okay. Uh, Yeah. How about mom and dad? What's what's their what are their thoughts on this? Um, they always (laughs) used to. I always used to tell them, like, hey, look, Ma, this new TikTok I made is uh, is going viral. Like, I'm going viral. And it only had, like, a couple hundred views, a couple thousand views. Uh-huh. They, they were like, and I got home, and I think, and my dad goes, I don't know what's funnier, that this is all happening, or the fact that you just being your dumb self just went viral. <laughs> and I just laughed. I said, only in Hamilton will I be dumb and I go viral for it? Yeah. Oh, that, and then it in a positive way. It's not like I'm on the news for being in jail right now. No, dude, th- this is not dumb. This is legit because you took energy and it went through your brain, came out your mouth, and then people love it. That's This is showbiz. I'm telling you. Don't I'm ever. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm so loving it. Don't ever lose that. Now, over time, you'll get, let's just say, uh, if we looked into a crystal ball and you decided to do this 20 years from now, you'll still be that excited, but you'll be more polished, which comes with time. Uh, that, that, that's the only thing that improves it. So you reminded me <clears throat> a little bit of a legendary broadcaster, Gus Johnson, um, who calls a lot of games. Uh, and he is just, it's that type. I mean, he's like one of the best in the business, but you had that type of measured enthusiasm that I really like. So, I'm I'm happy for you, man. This is a great, great story. Yeah, thank you. No, Gus Johnson, I've heard about that. That was just such a cool way to be, like, compared to somebody like that. And, I mean, I have two more years left of broadcasting, so I'm so excited to see where it Good takes. for you. So, uh, later on today, I do a sports talk station. I'm filling in for Bill Simonson on the huge show on 96.1. So, the rumor on the street is I'm going to be able to talk to you then, too. You will be able to talk to me at 345. 325. Or 325, sorry. Very good. All right. Well, I tell you what, uh, Aiden, I really appreciate it. Uh, You're doing a great job. And thanks for this uh, thing that kind of uh, got everybody uh, talking and having a good time with it. And congrats on the snow day again. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. It's such a blessing to be able to do this. Awesome. Well, enjoy your day, okay, buddy? Yeah, you as well. Talk to you later. In a little while. All right, buddy. Bye bye. Uh, there you go, uh, Aiden Lynch. And I'm telling you, that kid didn't let me down, man. Kid's got chops. I love that. Holy crap! Russ just called a snow day. <laughs> I got okay. Hold up. I got to do it all again. I got to do it all. I got to go back to how we started this show, and. My new favorite thing, I, this is probably the 8,000th time I've done this. Gone back and watched it. Cole, or Cole says, you better call Trump back. He's going to be pissed. Yeah, I'll get to Trump in a second. Audio check. Video check. And Lusk calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lusk just called the snow day right here at the
the student section. Oh my goodness. Oh, I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lost call the snow day at Hamilton. No school for me tomorrow. And that's the end of the game. Zero's on the clock, 57-45. Lusk takes it home. <laughs> along with Lusk takes it home. No, no he didn't. With the Hawkeyes. <laughs> My name is Aiden Lynch, sophomore broadcaster. That is the end of the game officially as we look over at the... All right. Well done. Where were we? Poor Trump. I had to. I had to hang up on him. It was. He was just. He was busy telling us about uh, <clears throat> Trump water and whatever the hell, and uh, got all screwed up there. I think that was just a Nickelback song that was playing. Uh, Linda says, as huge as replacement, you should call the MHSAA and demand that they let him broadcast the districts. Good PR for high school sports. That's true. Maureen says he's going to get an A in that class for sure. Great kid. Thanks to Zach Herrig for, um, I mean, it was like 10 o'clock last night when I texted him. Uh, let me text Zach real quick. Just had a great chat with Aiden, period. Did you hear it? Question mark. Thank you so much, period. Lust calls the snow day. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. Lost just called a snow day. This is the president of the United States. Who is this? Uh, sorry, this is Eric Zane. Uh, I, I was trying to reach the president. Okay, please hold. What the hell is it, Mr. President? Mr. Mr. President, I'm sorry. I uh, I I had to cut you off. You you bumped me for a 15 year old. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. I'm watching your program right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. I had to. Um, I it it was kind of like urgent, you know, and uh, and. Well, I guess you can wait while I eat the rest of my egg McMuffin. Mr. President, what do you uh, want, Big Fraud Zane? What is, what is all this about? You look, pissed me off, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mr. You know, President. I pay you five thousand dollars every time we do this. I, I know that. And maybe maybe I'm not going to do that, Mr. President. I apologize. I I but um I I made an executive decision, which I'm sure you know what that is, and and I had to. So uh, now I'm kind of well, going. Executive decisions always make sense. Well, I don't know. Some people might disagree with that, Mr. President. But anyway, I'm just I'm just happy that I have you back. And I I, I, I think I might have disturbed someone. I don't know who the young lady was I, I spoke to. Well, I've, I've actually shut down. I've shut down the hotline and you're routed through the main switchboard. Oh, now, so enjoy that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have gotten you back. I I sincerely hope that uh, we can continue. That was that was. Just the way it, well, it happened. It's so important that we talk about the East Palestinians in Ohio. You know, the wonderful things that I've done for them. I've brought them the most tremendous water, Eric. This is so amazing. 
and you know the thing is the thing is you know you've got biden he's over there in ukraine doing god knows what you know the whole thing the whole thing could have been i could have made a deal in probably 24 hours and he's over there escalating war it's 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 tremendous how badly he's doing well um yeah and uh, and i think that that's uh, that's something that you can uh, you can say to the folks to the east palestinians and the i know the ohio people now love you you will win ohio after this uh some are calling it a stunt that you did by bringing uh i uh, just bottles of water over there well if it was a stunt i got to admit even even it's a great stunt you know mike deline is the Wonderful Republican governor of the beautiful state of Ohio. Maybe not so beautiful after Biden's train blew up. You know, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete, he really screwed that up. You know, the thing is, the thing is, we got to get these guys out of there. They're, they're blowing up trains now, Eric. So this is a Biden caused the train to derail is what you're suggesting. I think I think Mayor Pete Buttigieg, 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 who knows what it is. I think he's the guy that we really got to look at. You know, he's the transportation guy, right? And you know, on his watch, they blew up the train. You got to, you know, they they weren't blowing up trains when right. Donald Trump was president. Okay, we know that. So the, the 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 prevailing theory would be he actually tried to cause it to crash. Pete Buttigieg did it, derailed the train. Well, you know, we opened up. We owned. We opened up those regulations so that these train companies would be allowed to do these things. It's my understanding that maybe Mayor Pete did not regulate these things appropriately. You know, the whole thing was like an open open book. They could have done anything that they wanted to do, and they didn't. And Pete blew up the train. We know he did it, and that's the truth. And we had to bring water to these people. Because yeah. who knows? Maybe their water's contaminated. Right. I, I don't think it is, but maybe. I mean, DeWine was drinking the water, but some are suggesting that could have been prop water, which is much different than Trump water. Well, the Trump water is probably the most highest quality water known to mankind. You know, this water is is tremendously clean. It's so clean. It's so clean. They're saying it's so clean. You know, and the Ohio, I did so much for Ohio as president. Yeah. They really missed me in Ohio. Well, yeah, I remember you said in that press conference yesterday that you actually saved Ohio State football when you uh, had them open. You actually called and said it's time to open football. Of course. You know, the, the thing is, during the China virus, they had these, they were shutting down everything, you know, and I was trying to keep America open. That's the, everyone remembers how much I wanted America to be open. I called the football people. I said, open it up. And I said, open up and play the game. Play the game. People want you to play the game. And they, they did. They played that whole season, I believe. It's tremendous, you know, what I was able to accomplish. Mr. President, uh, I, I, I wish you nothing but success. I mean, that was a tremendous victory for you to save the Ohio people by bringing them the Trump water. You should be very brought, proud. We, it's right. We brought the highest quality water right. known to man you, and some, maybe not the greatest quality. I got to admit the Walmart brand stuff, but uh, also some food too. We brought, we brought pallets of food on my little aeroplane over there. And it's, it's, you know, the Ohio people, Palestine, they're, they're so much happier today, yes. you know, even though their train blew up. I got to admit, if I had a bottle of Trump water, it makes it right. Right. Absolutely. Well, uh, you you save Palestine. Good for you. I didn't realize you were so uh, uh, charitable 
And congratulations on winning the state of Ohio for the upcoming election. It's true. I, I learned so much from the big fraud Zane food giveaway yeah. that I thought maybe maybe this is a tactic I could try. Right. And, you know, the thing is, it's not even a tactic. It's just the right thing to do. These, these Palestinian, these foreigners, you know, they need this water. That is uh, that is so true, and you're showing your benevolence and showing that you can reach across the, so to speak, aisle or uh, reach across the Gaza Strip and help the Palestinians. Congratulations for showing how it's so noble. True. It's so true, and you know, we're, we're working on Michigan, too, you know, the big Gretsch. We're, we're going to take care of her. You don't need to worry about it. We've got people that have... They've tried so many things, but we're gonna get we're gonna get Michigan just like we got Ohio. There's a suggestion on uh, on my comments. Cole says that the water is distilled with the secret ingredient known as freedom. What do you have to say about that? Cole is Cole is probably one of our great patriots, and he knows the proof behind the water is that it's freedom. Yes, absolutely. Water should be free. It should. It should. It should be so free, especially Trump water. You know every. Every rally, I'm thinking we're going to have Trump water available to our great Absolutely. patriotic supporters. Hey, I, I, I'm going to order a pallet myself. You could sell it, and it would be fantastic. Mr. President, I well, thank big you. Fraud, big yep. fraud, you're going to get into the water business. That's going to mean we're competing. I don't know about that. Uh, well, I want to. Anyways, I, wa- yeah. I got a sandwich to finish. I'm going to cut you off okay. because you're a piece of shit anyways. <laughs> you cut me off for a 15-year-old kid. You know, you're a real trashy guy. Oh, he just hung up. <laughs> oh, my God. The president lost his mind and used an obscenity. That is, I haven't heard that in a long time. Holy cow. He called me a real piece of shit because I put I put Aiden on. You cut me off for a, a 15-year-old kid. Oh, my God. Shoo. That was something. Outrageous. Thank you, Mr. President. Thanks to Aiden, too. My God. All right. I got to reset. I got to reset. But we find, you know what that means. I got to go tinkle. But before I do, uh, a couple things. Just realized that I haven't talked about this in forever. And I'm off to a bad start. Um, I think it's probably been one calendar year since I sold a damn t-shirt. And there's a big sale going on. Uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are on sale. Jesus. You see... What happens is I do my sales through a company called T public T E E public. And there's a link to it. Like on my website, you go to, uh, this, I'll show you what you do. Uh, okay. There's my website. You click on merch here and then it takes you to it. And, uh, these are the t-shirts. I don't know which one is my favorite. I love them all. You got the uh, zany bunch with all the pets. God rest the immortal soul of Buddy Bobcat face. Just a straight logo tee. 
Who needs radio? It's like poverty radio making a podcaster. Dear Meathead Shirt, these are the comic book cover shirts made by uh, John the Psycho Magician. Made that into a t-shirt. And look at this. They have cut the price of these. T Public just cuts them. I don't I, I make next to nothing. Even when the price is $22 plus shipping, I get like a buck fifty a shirt. So I make nothing on these shirts. But I still like selling them because I like people wearing my shirts. That's I, the point of this is not to make a ton of money because I won't, but I still want you to wear an Eric Zancho podcast shirt. One of these. Telling you, if I saw someone walking around with a zany bunch t-shirt with all those pets of mine, I think this might be my favorite color. This is like a Kelly green or something like that. Uh, This one I like too, maroon. And then this one, that's too red for me. Um, And they're having a big sale. Look at that, 16 bucks a pop for a t-shirt. You go to over my uh, good pals at Free Bear and Hot Wings, $40 plus on a tee. 40 plus. 16 bucks. And the thing is, that sale happens. See this clock counting down there? That's only for another 17 hours, 34 minutes. So you can get a shirt for 16 bucks. What the hell? Dirt cheap. Just go to my website, ericzainshow.com. Click on merch. Buy them all. You can also, in addition to t-shirts, you got tanks, uh, hoodies. You name it. I don't think anybody's buying masks anymore. Onesie for your little kid. Wall art. I think Kenny actually bought one of the wall art ones. I'm going to have to resize this one. This kind of fucked up. All right. Anyway, that's enough selling t-shirts. Check it out on my website, ericzaneshow.com. Ryan says, collect them all. They're like Trump NFTs. Florida man, 814 on the 40 plus dollars for a free bear and show t-shirt says, got to pay for those divorces, child support and alimony adds up quick. Thank you to my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling, the immortal Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. So great. Absolute saint. 616-516-8579. You have any problems with your AC, your furnace, you name it. Uh, you might just need a tune-up on that thing. If you've, if you've not seen a heating and cooling person in your house taking care of your furnace, which should happen yearly, you need one. Uh, at the very least to get it cleaned out, tuned. Yes. When I say tuned, what that does is it means that your furnace is burning at peak efficiency. You're using less fuel to heat your home, thus saving you money. He can actually test it to determine the efficiency with various, I don't know, Joe Martinez instruments. He probably invented them. 
616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. If you are in West Michigan, that's who you call. Don't call anybody else. Heating and Cooling. A&E Heating and Cooling. My tax guy, Tag Accounting. Now is the time to call. Still plenty of time for you to make this happen, but don't waste time. In a week, don't go, oh, yeah, I got to call. Call today and say, hey, Eric Zane sent me. How do I get started in getting you to do my taxes? How much are you going to pay to have Troy do your taxes? Uh, about 100 bucks, maybe a little north of. It depends on your return. I don't, he and I don't like to commit to one price because it varies. Some people have a more complex return. Like Madison, simple return for her kid, 85 bucks, you know? Um, the beauty is, is like, here, take my shit. You figure it out. I'm going to, I'm going up north. <clears throat> 616-301-9516. If you have a, a business, he can help you run your business, your payroll, whatever it is, paying your taxes quarterly. He's in charge of all that stuff. It's a tag accounting and tax services. Uh, full service. 616-301-9516. That's 616-301-9516 for tag accounting. Various comments are making me laugh. I apologize. They distract me, but they still make me laugh. Blue State Rob makes me laugh with some of, he has some very creative insults for people. He puts some, I can't remember them all, but when I see them written down and don't ever stop writing them down because when I see various words put together like skunk muff Kate, I mean, that's, that's gold. Hey, skunk muff. That's, Skunk Muff anyone is fantastically funny. I'm not one to not give credit. I I give you a lot of credit, Blue State Rob, for coming up with Skunk Muff and then someone's name. What was the other one? Ryan came up with one for the chick who uh, was hoarding the dogs and selling them. I, I forgot what he, mutt, tat, skank, something just ridiculous. Some of the names you got. Muff Tat Dog Bitch. <laughs> Muff Tat Dog Bitch. Oh, God, is that exquisite? <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring Kyle in in a second. I got to go tinkle. I'll be right back. I'm having so much fun today with you people. Thank you. Chris writes, uh, something happened with my Patreon. The last post on there is from September 9th, 2022. What? He says, anyone else have an issue? Maureen says, no. Ryan says, no. I don't know what the hell's going on with yours. I just did have an issue, though, with um, Brandon K. Um. He reaches out to me. He's like, yeah, hey, I paid for a yearly, and now I can't. It's telling me to log in and, and get a new subscription. I was like, I don't know. So I had to do some troubleshooting, reached out to the folks at Patreon trying to figure that out for the guy. And I still haven't gotten word. If you ever have a problem, anybody, um, I will try to help you very, very quickly. You are not alone. You can, you can always reach out to Patreon, but I'll, I'll help with that. 
being that it's it's my content, I want to make sure that um, everybody is taken care of. If you ever uh, have a problem. Um, Kenny says, I think you might have two separate accounts going with Patreon, Eric. No, sure don't. Just the one. That is not possible. Uh, Maureen says, I had the same problem. I thought it was time to renew, so I did. I think I gave Eric a big bonus. Yeah, I, you know, this is all new to me. If you ever have a problem, though, uh, reach out to me via email, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I will try my best to solve whatever the problem is. But that's enough of uh, of issues. And I'm like, what the hell is going on there at Patreon? I mean, all I've ever done is built the account and then just posted. That's all I've ever done. So I don't know what's going on there. Let's see here. Uh, Good Morning America will be interviewing Aiden this morning. <laughs> Lust calls the snow day. God. <clears throat> All right. Uh, it's time for Let's Kill with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Eric fucking Zander. What up, Kyle? What's going on, dude? I'm just chilling. Yep, yep, yep. Good to hear your voice. What's happening in uh, in your world right now? Are you uh, are you on the road? I'm on the road. It's uh, it's not not so bad. Yeah, there are some 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 weird areas, but we're all right out here. Yeah, we got kind of hit with a little bit of an ice storm, and everybody's losing their mind over this. Yeah, it was weird when I walked out in my driveway this morning. There was like the snow. But then there was uh, a thin layer of ice right on top of it that, so like I couldn't even penetrate the snow. It, it was it was weird. I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be fucked out there. But it's not too bad. Yeah, I, my dogs could not get up the steps today. They were they were like so pissed off at me. They're like, help us! What what help us? I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? I only got two legs. You got four, and you can't get up. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, welcome in. I missed you last week because I, I let I, I was traveling, but I did not let you know. So you're probably like, "What happened?" But uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, we you didn't like text me or nothing, so I was like, "Yeah, you know, he's probably doing something. No big deal." And then I saw that you were on vacation or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but it was funny because uh, Blue, who never asked me uh on Thursdays if I did the show or whatever, last Thursday she was like, "Did you do the Eric Zane show today?" And I was like, no, I was like, I think he's on vacation or something. And uh, anyways, here's, this is a nice little, it's a nice little topic because it's, like, it's a case study in the difference between men and women. Yeah. But uh, Blue was like, uh, did he tell you? And I was like, no. And she was like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't have to tell me. You know oh, what I mean? It's no, like, it is. I, and, uh, I she, actually... she was all like, it like threw her for a loop. She was like, I can't believe that he didn't tell you. And I'm oh. like. I'm like, no, he doesn't have to tell me. Like, I'm like, we're dudes, so like, if he doesn't tell me, like, no big deal. Right, um, right. And then, and then, but she could not wrap her head around it. I was like, yeah, I was like, even if fucking Eric Zane, I was like, even if he didn't talk to me for like ten years for some reason. Right, right. I'm like, I was like, we'd still be buds in my yeah, head. You know yeah, what I mean? like, well, I mean, 
I don't care how much time goes by or like what. It's like we're just chill about it. But she could not understand. Well, yeah, and and I think and I'm glad you bring that up because in reality, all that happened, I it just slipped my mind. But um, you see, girls, women, they have to quote unquote figure it out. They have to like put the puzzle <laughs> together, and they it takes a lot of time to do that. Now, um, in most cases. That type of meticulous nature is positive. But in this certain scenario, it's 1 million percent retardation. <laughs> no, yeah, I was I was very chill about it. I was like, because, you know, it's happened a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, either out or whatever. He's, do, he's doing his thing. And I was just very chill about it. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, the, the study here is that if you, in an alternate universe, if, if Blue was the person that came on your show all the time and, uh, like, you met her and whatnot, she'd be fucking pissed at you oh, right yeah. now, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and then she'd, like, uh, make an Instagram story with some passive-aggressive thing and then uh, maybe, like, give you the cold shoulder. That's, that's like, classic. <laughs> that's, that's like, free beer. That's, that's what he would do. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny, too, because it reminded me of... Uh, one of my buddies, um, that, you know, we hang out, you know, from time to time. But um, before that, like, I had not seen him since, like, high school, roughly. Well, roughly, you know, maybe I saw him in college. I don't know. But um, anyways, like, this is, like, two years ago at this point now. But um, he, uh, we did, like, a junk removal for him. Um, and uh, he was like, hey, we should hang out sometime. And I'm like, yeah, we should. We should. Because we all went the football team together and stuff, and we always got along. So we were chill about it. And so I went to hang out with them, but um, before I went to hang out with them, Blue was like, you going to go hang out with this guy? I'm like, yeah. She was like, when's the last time you you seen him? And I was like, high school, I'm pretty sure. And she's like, you're just going to go fucking hang out with him? Oh, and I was yeah. Like, yeah, like, why not, you know? And then, uh, yeah, we just hung out and everything was chill, you know? And, like, it was just like you just pick up where you exactly. left off or whatever. Exactly. And that was another thing. She was like, um, if, some, if one of my friends from high school wanted to hang out, I'd be like, no. okay yeah yeah well i mean you know i'll be the first to admit that uh uh, the guys uh, don't do many things as well as women uh but in this particular this whole type of scenario that is one thing that kind of levels the playing field uh women (laughs) are are catty whores that's what they are catty whores straight up 100 (laughs) percent Um, all right. Well, so what I'm curious about though, is, um, why would, did she, does she listen? I mean, how did, how was she aware that you didn't reach out to me? Cause you're not with her at the time that we, that you would do that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I was, uh, unclear. I guess I'm, I'm unclear on that. I guess there's another thing that brings the guys down. I, uh, I did not ask many follow-up questions <laughs> uh, to her about, uh, how, I don't know. I don't, I think she, she does listen from, from time to time. I do know that, but I don't think that she like was listening and like, I was not there. And she was like, what the hell is going on? Okay. I think she was just one of those things. She just asked. And I was like, nah, all right, I got you. I'm with you. Um, all right, so since the last time we spoke, uh, I think the Super Bowl happened. I don't think we've discussed that. Uh, I'm already forgetting who won at this point. It seems like I do that more and more often. Like the thing happens, and then I'm like, okay, that was great. And then I just kind of like 
uh, it starts to fade from memory right away. I, I, I could barely tell you what happened in that game. I think it was a bad penalty or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, I actually didn't even really watch it. Because um, here's the fucking juice, Eric Zane. Here's the fucking story. Um, so we went to, the uh, on the same day the Super Bowl was Jameson's birthday party. So we went to fucking Rebounders. Uh, like I said, we were going to. And uh, it was a, it was a shit show because um, rebounders at on this specific day was was uh, run and managed by like a bunch of teenagers. Okay. So it was it was a shit show. But they made this uh, pizza, and the pizza was suspect because um, you know pizza comes with like your party package or whatever. But we're looking at this pizza and we're like, it does not look great, dude. But you know at that point you just gotta fucking eat it. So anyways. Um, <laughs> We get done with the party, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, like, we went to Blue's brother's house to catch a little bit of the game because we did have some squares, so we did want to monitor the fucking square situation. Right. Which uh, we got fucking obliterated because, like, we were so close to winning, I think, like, two separate quarters, and then fucking one of the teams would come down and kick a field goal and fuck us right in the butthole. Okay. But, um, anyways... So we uh, we started like not feeling like super great, you know, but like no big deal. Like okay, like the pizza was the suspect, but whatever. And then um, so we get home later that night, and uh, like we're not feeling super great. And then Blue, she starts blowing chunks, right? Uh -oh. She's just fucking. Oh uh, yeah. So and I can hear her because uh, her her niece came to spend the night. So she those two were sleeping in a different room, and me and uh, Jameson were in one room. And so, anyways. She's fucking blowing chunks. I'm like, oh, no. But I have, like, one of the strongest stomachs known to the human race. So I was like, all right, she's blowing chunks. That's probably why I don't feel great, but I'm going to be fine. Anyways, um, then I woke up at, like, midnight, and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I'm not fine, you know? <laughs> so I went into the, the bathroom and just blew some chunk of rooskies. And um, then fucking, so I went, I was like, no big deal. Just got to get that pizza out. Because it looked like pizza. It looked like pizza came out. Okay. And so then I was, pissed, I was pissed at rebounders. And I was like, these fucking 19-year-old kids, they don't know what the fuck's yeah, going they, on. Yeah, they probably, um, they probably jizzed on it. <laughs> right? Um, but, yeah, so then I, uh, I go back and lay down or whatever. And then Jameson wakes up, like, a half an hour later. And then he starts blowing chunks. And, um... And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. So then I got to, like, clean that up. And then, like, then I was like, oh, no, I got to blow chunks again. But Jameson's awake, so I had to, like, bring him with me to the toilet. Oh. So I had my first, my first uh, like, the whole family's uh, yeah. situation yep. or whatever. So I got Jameson on my lap, and I'm about to blow chunks in the toilet. Then I had to pull, like, the classic parent move of, like, contorting my body so I don't fucking either blow chunks on him or like yes. sit in the regular position oh and my mush God. his head into the toilet. So then I blow chunks. But the beauty of it is that, you know, he's a he's a toddler. So like when he blows chunks by himself, it's like the end of the world and he flips the fuck out. Right. But um I blew chunks right after, so he was like, he's like, okay, we're both doing this. Like, this is fine. Yeah. And so he just, like, just sat there and, like, quietly, it was it was fine or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, then we all, we, like, and then he blew chunks a couple more times. I blew chunks, I think, once more. But Sam, or Blue, she was blowing chunks, like, all night. And um, so in the morning, you know, we're, like, dead. And we're like, man, fuck rebounders, dude. But... 
Yeah, so I did not include this part of the story just for um, excitement and a thriller type status. The day before that, we went to um, visit some of our friends um, in Muskegon, and they got some kids too. And uh, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but uh, their their five year old like came up to me. She's like, "Guess what? I gotta tell you something." And I'm like, "All right, like what's up?" And she was like, "Last night I threw up three times." Oh, and I was like. I know, like, oh, fuck, right? But the parents, um, they were quick to be like, no, 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 like, don't worry about it. Like, she ate, like, the most food that I've ever, any human being could No, I'm not, hey, night. you know what? So, I, I'm not buying it. It's not, I don't think it's rebounders. I think it's that kid, that little fucker got you sick. Oh, 100%, dude, 100%. So, yeah, like, um, you know, they said, like, ah, oh, she ate a bunch of food. So we're like, okay, we're, like, 50-50 on it. Like, we're trying to, like, stay away from the five-year-old, you know, like, get out of our faces. Um, but, yeah, so it turns out uh, that that little kid has the norovirus or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, she just fucking yep. just gave it right to us. That's- and then, yeah, the next, the next night we just fucking... We, we filled probably a small kiddie pool full of, full of Jesus, junk. Jesus. I thought you were going to... You ever hear that joke where they uh, 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 where the punchline is the dog's name is Chunks and everybody blew Chunks? <laughs> no, but I, I, that, I get it right off the bat. <laughs> so this... Uh, how about mom and dad deciding to... Uh, I, I, that, that's something that's a, that's a rookie move for a parent to just diagnose the problem. Oh yeah. It's because they ate food, you know? I mean, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. My yeah, God. So that, that one came back to bite us a little bit. It, it wasn't rebounders, although the pizza was still sauce, but yeah, it's probably um, some shit, you know, it's a, it's we, a, we had a nice little, a nice little family bonding experience of just being just fucked up. Um, but yeah, that that was the big story around the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I had my first. And I'm pretty sure. And the worst part is, I popped a fucking rib out when I was fucking blowing chunks oh, yeah. due to the the contortion that my body was doing. Yep. Yeah, so you got I, I had to fucking deal with that. Well, yeah, when you're when you're trying to do what you were doing, you you must be in peak physical shape for that level of puke. <laughs> and uh, and that and that does happen, man. And the and those crazy viruses that run through families so quick, I. I've seen that myself. It's not fun. Um, shit. Oh yeah. You haven't lived. Wait. You know. Here, here's a here's a pro tip. If your kid starts vomiting, they could very easily get dehydrated. And um, oh yeah. There's a technique to keep them hydrated. You're not gonna believe it, but it's you have to literally with a stopwatch every five minutes give them one half ta- a one half teaspoon of water. So, because okay. sometimes when they get super sick, they'll puke anything up, even if it's water. But sometimes you can thread the needle and go with that little amount, basically an eyedropper full of water every five minutes. And that's your job. Every five minutes, okay. you give them water. Hell yeah. Because here's the problem. If a child gets dehydrated like my son uh, Jim did when he was two, then you got to go in and get an IV. Now, that's fucked because jabbing a little jabbing a little buddy with a needle is fucking torture and oh yeah my son his veins were so uh um thin and um not full because of no water it was tough to get that uh fucking thing in there the the uh the the needle so they were just sticking them man like fucking heidi fleiss and uh jesus (laughs) it was it was bad 
Yeah, we uh, we got lucky because um, I I gave somehow this happened, but Jameson's stomach got most of my genes. So he, he he does have a pretty strong stomach actually. So he he threw up like you know like in amounts or whatever, but yeah. it was much less than you'd expect. He threw up way less than blue, that's for sure. Oh, so we were, we were able to you know like. For a little bit there, it was like, all right, we got to give them some fucking water. But after a while, he stopped blowing chunks. So we were we were chill. All right. Anything else we need to talk about? Um, No, not really. I, uh, Jameson, I will say this. This little fucker, he's so cute. He's uh, he's uh, He just turned two, obviously. So I, mean, I don't know the age that kids start doing this. Yeah. But he's starting to... Sing uh, like songs, you know what I mean? Like that are on the, the TV or yeah, whatever, like yeah. theme songs and like you know nursery rhymes and all that shit. So he's starting to he's starting to sing, which I think is cute. Um, but uh, part of that is now those words are like keywords to him. So you can fucking like say a word to him and he'll just start singing the song to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so we bought him like this little I don't know what the fuck it is. like kind of like a stuffed animal but it sings nursery rhymes to him and uh, so he loves it he's all about it he's like clicking it or whatever but I don't know if you knew this um, like last night we were just listening to him click it then the fucking nursery rhyme uh, about you know rockabye baby in the treetops or whatever yeah what the fuck I was I listened to it for like a half an hour straight. I'm like, what the fuck is this nursery rhyme about? Yeah. Why the you know what I mean? Like, why the fuck is there a cradle in a tree? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then the child falls. It, she falls to her death. Yeah, it was the child. Yeah, I, I'm like sitting here going, like, I never noticed this before, but I'm like, who the fuck? Like, how? Like, who? What, did the parent put the cradle in the tree? Is my number one question. And then number two, very minimal effort is done to save the child. No. So just like yeah. No. The fucking wind's gonna come and that baby's gonna come fucking down, dude. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. In addition, they don't they they sound happy that the baby is actually dead. I know. It's like, what the fuck's going on, dude? <laughs> Do you ever play him your music like shit you listen to? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, actually, you know what? I should I should text you this video for next time because um, J- I. I all the time when we're in the car, because a lot of the times I'll pick him up when he's getting babysat and stuff. So then on the way home, it's just me and him in the car. So I get to choose the fucking music. So we're jamming to like, you know, like 80s hair metal, you know, rock and roll. We're just jamming. And he is very, this kid somehow, he might be a savant. I don't fucking know, but he's got rhythm like you wouldn't believe. Like when he dances, I mean, I mean, he's not like a hip hop dancer or nothing, but when he dances, it's on beat, right? So um, we have a video of uh, uh, him. We turned on um, Rat. You, you know the 80s band? Rat? Yeah, Round and Round. Yeah, yeah. We turned on one, one of their songs. There's little fuckers in the living room just headbanging and just oh, yeah. dancing around and having a good time. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he fucking jams to my music, and I'm hoping that I can keep this power over him because when I was in elementary school, um, you know, in the 90s, like, my parents listened to like 70s and 80s music and I was already out of time like everybody was like you listen to what you know like we're listening to fucking NSYNC and Backstreet and all that crap and uh so I was already like the old soul so if I can get this little motherfucker in elementary school and he's listening to 80s rock he's gonna be fucked dude (laughs) that is so cool yeah you know how it is and and, well there's 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 a lot of great music that they can that they can gravitate towards. I played my kids Johnny Cash when they were growing up. 
Oh, hell yeah. That's, a, that's another good one. I listened to Johnny Cash and I was going up too. Um, all right, man. That's all cool. I, I love hearing your uh, family stories. Is there, now let, let me ask you a personal question. Um, is there, do you, do you think you'll be a family with more than one child? Oh man, you know what? That it's funny you ask because uh, that is the most common fucking question from our parents. Like, oh, like you know, it's like, but they're always like real coy about it, and they're always like, oh yeah, like you know, you got to save up for the second one, or you, you know, it's like, oh, he's gonna have a little playmate soon, and then like me and Blue are sitting there like looking at each other, like I don't fucking know, dude. Like it's uh, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of fucking work, a lot of fucking trial and error and stuff, so. We're we're undecided at this point. Yeah, um, right. But the, the the parents are very much like, oh, you're gonna have a second kid. Like, <laughs> they, yeah. oh yeah, they're so. How about you fucking you? Each of you guys, you give us ten grand, and uh, you fucking offer up, you know, babysitting services all the time. And, you know, maybe we can fucking consider it. But yeah, yeah. you guys don't have any fucking stake in this, so yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I oftentimes wonder what it's like because for me. Um, you know, sometimes you'll hear about people who actually like, well, we have to make sure we're ready. And some people do actually like, well, we have all the finances all set. Not me. That was never going to happen. So I said, fuck it. Let's get this shit out of the way early. So, you know, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And then, uh, I was done having kids, uh, till us, you know, by the time I was like 30, but everybody's right. different. But for me, it was like, fuck it. If we're not prepared, it makes it more interesting, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, I guess there's some merit to that for sure. Um, yeah, we'd, be, I mean, we'd be like prepared in like the like the life senses or whatever. But like we, you know, it's just like it's just a it's a fucking lot. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, do we want to do it again? And then Blue actually, it's funny you mentioned that because when she was blowing chunks uh, after the norovirus thing, she was like, she was, I was sitting on that fucking toilet last night. And I was like reminded of why I don't want to have another kid because <laughs> that's what it fucking felt like when I was oh, pregnant. And I was oh, like, oh yeah, uh, so fuck. yeah, you know, it's a fifty-fifty it's a, it's a decision. Like I don't have to do that much except for you know have a good time. And but uh, for her, yeah, then she has to fucking do all the work for like nine months. So it's more on her than it is on me, I guess. Why don't you go to like China and adopt one of those China babies? <laughs> you know, it's funny because. Um, uh, Blue's family, um, on her dad's side, uh, they like adopted like an, like an African family, I guess you'd say like they, I don't really know how to explain it. Like they like are, they like live here now and they're like kind of like part of the family somewhat. But, um, so I was joking with Blue's mom cause she was like pestering me like, yeah, like have another kid. And I was like, right. I was like, Hey, you guys could just adopt an African family and that could satisfy your fucking, you know, kid needs yeah. or whatever. I was like, yeah. that's not you guys do. That's what you do. You just, you just get like a kid <laughs> who's like a different race or whatever color and just say, yeah, it's time to be, it's time to be white. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, all right. You are the man. I appreciate you so much. And I'm about to, you got it in my head. Uh, I'm going to bust out rats round and round and play it on the uh, Twitch stream as soon as I'm done with you. Hell yeah, I do. Because you know what? That's the best thing about rat is like they have like a lot of songs and pretty much all of them are good. You know what I mean? So you could choose fucking any song and you won't, you probably won't be disappointed. Fuck yes. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Okay. Right, and uh, I will talk to you in a week. All right. Love you. All right, peace. Love you too. Kyle.
Uh, the history of Kyle. We have a new audience member. I, I, he's uh, talking, uh, communicating on the chat. Hello to Mr. Tofus Barrel Ass. Now that is special. Uh, very boisterous soul. Welcome. Uh, Kyle was a sponsor. He has a dumpster company in West Michigan. And uh, though not currently a paying sponsor, he, he's full of content. He's kind of like a uh, a wise, hilarious soul who we all just love. At least I hope. Okay. Before we wrap up with the asshole of the day, out on the street, that's where we'll meet. Man, I love this song by the band Rat. I think the dude, the lead singer, is dead now. Stephen Piercy, is that right? All right, this one starts out simple enough. Uh, it looks like rich. the rich family is getting ready for dinner. Okay. And uh, they, they notice something going on outside of the house. Oh. The butler notices and he's like, oh boy, that must be rat. I love how the bass player, the guitar player, and the uh, and the singer are all doing that 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 little white guy hairband two step gay rock shit. That would be Milton Burl, the father at the uh, head of the table, known for having like a three foot dick. That's also Milton, Milton Burrow playing the part of the mom there. See that look? That's a look of a chick who wants dick. Looking at you. Looking at me. Uh-oh. You know what that view? That's a POV view. Uh-huh. The way you move. Look at the move on this guy right here. Look at what he's doing. That <laughs> the the stupid dancing really kind of uh uh, masks what is a, a fun great song Pe- people love this song look at the boots the guy's wearing like a camisole or a, a one piece wrestling uh, jumpsuit or whatever the fuck they are Then you would 
was a lot of these 80s hairband videos that always set in like someone's house and then the rock always destroys the house and the plasters flying off the walls and oh my god we gotta go stop the rock you know it's a lot, a lot, a lot of those twisted sister songs were the same way you put an arrow through my heart all right now at, at this point that nod there from the butler to the one chick, the hot chick, who looks like she's getting ready to uh, suck some dick, was, yes, you go and be a slut. So, Stephen Pierce, he's pretty athletic. That, that kick he does there, it's not easy, and he puts that foot pretty much over his head. Look, everybody's happy for the meal being here. The butler brings it over. Now he's going to freak everybody out. Oh, no. He's actually serving rats. This guy's like, yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that. Yes. Guitar player falls through the ceiling. I like the drummer move when he's putting his hand over his head. All right, coming around. Here it comes, final verse. This is when the chick turns into a slut. Oh, look it, her clothes fell off. She's like, she's like transforming to like Frankenstein's bride or something. I forgot that part. What? Is that like dried jizz she's trying to get off of her? Okay, now her hair is cut. So she apparently got a haircut. Is she? Is this supposed to be like a female human version of the rat that was on the dinner table? Oh, God. Look at this. Oh, it, it ruined it. It's not sexy at all. You're supposed to be like in a bikini. She looks like a, 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 a fucking uh, Karen Carpenter. Another horrible reference no one's going to get. She died of anorexia. Look at the dancing. So stupid. Oh, the dude has licked his fingers. God, 80s videos, so bad. Holy shit. Fuck. Uh, what is this? What the fuck is this mess? She looks like she walked out of CDPC. I, 
I don't know what that means, but I it sounds funny. I think. You're breaking the artistic vision of rat, Eric. Bulimia beats anorexia. This is still better than the looks that kill video, Adam says. I might have to go back on a later show and go through that because I love that song. Looks at Kill by uh, Motley Crue. Hey, everybody, this is Vince Neal. Keep rocking. And the girls, boys smoking in the boys' room. Dr. Feelgood. Keep rocking. Hey, Jim. Vince Neal here. Hey, buddy. Have a Motley Christmas and a happy crew year. And 2020 is an all new beginning. So keep rocking. You got another one where he sounds really drunk. I don't think that's. That's not it. Where is it? Fuck! Did I delete that? I hope I didn't. Hey Jim! Hey buddy! No, this is it. Hey Jim! Vince Neil here. Hey buddy! So give. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neil. Hey, I want to say uh, happy birthday. Hey, Boise. Hey, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian mom, Ethan and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. And- keep on rocking. Shout at the devil. And, uh, and do, do some feel good stuff. At four- and do some feel good stuff. In big old, big old four row, you man. All right. See you later. Big old man. He's hammered. Hey, hey, Jake. This is Vince Snell from Motley Crew. Hey, buddy. Just want to wish you a very happy birthday on New Year's Eve. Okay, he's sober in this one. And uh, this is from, uh, from, from, actually, it's from Jess, Veronica, and Itchy. So... Have a have a great birthday and uh, take care, man. We'll see you soon. Keep rocking. Yeah, that's it. You get Vince gives you like a fifteen second cameo. Hey Jim, Vince Neil here. For hey, like buddy. a thousand bucks. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my time. I'm gonna continue the show. I have an opportunity here to gain a member on Patreon. Because I, have, I mean, I'm looking at this nice person, Mr. Tofu Barrel Ass, who's spent part of his or her day uh, contributing on the page on the uh, on the live stream on Twitch. Thank you, I appreciate that. Welcome. I'm doing another podcast in a little bit with no ads, called the Patreon Podcast. It's only fans with no porno. You're invited to be part of it, but it is listener supported ad free, which means it costs money. Very little five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month. Five bucks a month is all the audio. 10 bucks a month is the audio, the video and the live streams. Uh, go there, check it out and have a Molly Christmas and a happy crew year. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane.
if you want to check out the Patreon. I'll be doing uh, that podcast momentarily as I wrap this one up. It is time. Uh, Mr. Tofu Barrel Ass says, anytime. Glad to hear you again. Yeah, I've been here. Believe it or not, what's crazy about that, Mr. Tofu Barrel Ass, is I've been here for four years doing this. Literally in this room doing the same thing for four years. And it's it's worked. I'm able to, you know, do my thing, make a living, have fun, talk to you. So there you go. Whatever. He then adds, fuck free beer and milk toast. Look, let me say this about them. Uh, on a personal standpoint, or I should say on a professional standpoint, it's not an entertaining show. On a personal standpoint, I don't like it. So professional, I think it's not well done, not prepared, uh, and and not entertaining or engaging. That being said, they have a tremendous audience and a growing roster of stations. This is what people like these days. So uh, if they're if that's what they enjoy doing, being shitty okay and getting rich congrats good for you but so professionally it sucks personally i don't like it because it could professionally be shitty but i could still like it i don't like it and it sucks and i want to beat the fuck out of smug beer everybody else i don't give a shit about Smug beer, I actually want to kick the fuck out of them. All right? Fuck you. In fact, yesterday, he was the asshole of the day. Tophus Barrelass says he is a smug cunt. (laughs) So does that mean we change his name to smug cunt? I don't know. Smug beer is pretty great, and it's easier to say, you know? Smug cunt is kind of hard to actually, like, spit it out. First time chatter, Tass, says the dynamic isn't there anymore. Well, whatever. Uh, There you go. Florida man 814 says he likes smug cunt. <laughs> well, we can call him more than one thing. Blue State Rob says you don't want to use the word cunt too much. Okay, so now we're breaking down the frequency of the word that the word cunt can be used. Bob says, and now they're trying to bring back Kelly's you can't win game for a second round. Yeah, I don't don't know what's up with that. Chris says, yeah, I heard that this morning. What a pile of shit that thing is. All right. Boy, I need to get end this show. But I don't want to. I've had a lot of fun today. Thank you, folks. 
Uh, TC Paintball brings us the asshole of the day, and um, without a doubt, I mean, I I had no choice, but I had to hang up on the president. He was busy telling us very politely and nicely about Trump water, and I hung up on him. Uh, that is Eric Zane is your me. I am your asshole of the day. I've won it many times in the past, so congrats to me. Uh, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you on the Patreon. So join me there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay. See you folks. Bye-bye.